Christmas. Great to have you guys with us from our family here on stage. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey. Hey, guys. Really good to have our Christmas day with you, and I'm sure that uh, you have had just an awesome maybe morning or afternoon or evening. I don't know when you're watching this, but we're really encouraged to be able to spend a couple of minutes with you. And, um, you know, I think that Christmas morning really is emblematic of the incarnation in so many different ways. And specifically today, I'm, I'm talking about opening presents. And maybe, you know, your tradition is your opening presents on Christmas Eve. I know for us as a family, I don't know about you guys, but Christmas morning is, Christmas morning's our morning. You know, we, we go gift crazy. How about you guys? Oh yeah, Christmas Eve for me is uh, wrapping presents until about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then, yeah, first thing in the morning, ripping up the, all the gifts. And that's after all of our services on Christmas Eve. So, you know, you get home, everyone's asleep, and then you're as quickly as possible, you know, making the final preparations. How about you guys? Same? We wake up in the morning and we have breakfast, and then we take turns going around and opening presents one by one. Okay. All right. All right. We, um, We would always do one present after all the services on Christmas Eve night come home and open a present. Usually it was like pajamas or something. Okay. Um, and then the next morning we'd eat toaster strudel. I don't know why that became a tradition, but toaster strudel and then the rest of our gifts. Did you guys wear the pajamas you got on Christmas Eve on Christmas morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've started like a clothing tradition too, which, you know, is a lot of fun. They're not onesies, so like don't get that picture in your head. Um, I do love opening gifts, and uh, as a family, uh, Christmas morning, like I said, is our time to open gifts. And since we're with you guys on Christmas morning, I thought that we could open some gifts right now as well. And so um, I have some gifts for, and by the way, you know our worship leaders, Pastor Tony over here on my left, and we have Tristan and Sam. And uh, there are worship leaders. We're so blessed to have them. But I've got some gifts here with name tags on them. Tristan, this is for you. Merry Christmas with bells, right? We'll shake that baby up. <laughs> Thank Sam, you. Sam, that's for you. Pastor Thank Tony, you. this is for you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. And uh, so the way it works for us is we do, um, we go one by one at home and we kind of take our time. So ladies first, why don't you open your gift? This is part of the psychology of the psychological profile, how people open their gifts. And we, we made it as difficult as possible. Let me tell you, Josh wrapped these gifts. And I mean wrapped them. <laughs> Someone needs an army knife. All right, Tristan number one. We've got some chocolate. Thank yeah, you, We have PD. some candy. Yep. Okay, we've got, what else do we have here? We have some gift cards to Home Goods. Oh, how did you know? Because, because I know. Thank you. We've got Amazon. Oh, That's yeah. always a good one. Always can use Amazon. Oh, my goodness. And World Market. You know me, Petey. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Sam, how about you? All right. Oh, snap. Lots of chocolate. Best part. Oh, my gosh. We got Target Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my gosh. My wife is going to be happy. And H&M. Wow. 
I feel so blessed. Thank Good you times. so much. Oh, Merry Christmas. Pastor Tony? I'm guessing mine is not uh, <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> Uh, it was. Oh, Disney gift card, because we are major Disneyland fans, especially during Christmas. Thank you, guys. And a bunch of chocolate. Yeah, and there's and, another. And oh, Southwest gift card. We are flying places. So if you guys don't Thank know, guys. Pastor Tony and Nikki love Disneyland. Yes. It is... It is a family tradition, especially for Christmas. It is a family tradition of ours. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank Merry you. Christmas. That was actually supposed to be like a jack-in-the-box thing, so it popped up and like, you know, <laughs> scared you. But, but uh, Josh did manufacture that, so That's pretty good. kudos That's to Josh. Josh. So, you know, I think there, there are a couple of points I just want to make really quickly today since we got you for um, just a few minutes about gifts and how they're kind of connected to the incarnation, but the first one is this, gifts aren't deserved. You know, they're, they're not deserved. I will say everyone here deserves their gifts because they're awesome. But you know, when we, when we get gifts for our kids, um, we're never reviewing their year. We're never thinking, all right, you know, how, how did Alec behave this year? And uh, what does he deserve? And then, you know, and then Hannah, uh, and then Levi, and then, you know, kind of basing what they get um, off of uh, how they behaved, that for sure is not the way that we think about a Christmas. You know, we just want to bless our kids, and I'm really thankful that God doesn't go by the naughty list either, you know, no matter what Buddy the Elf said. You know, we, we sometimes think that, you know, God blesses those who deserve the blessings, but uh, the truth is that God, in the giving of His Son, He just gave because He, he wanted to. You know, He gave in uh, a way that we just don't deserve it. And um, I do, I notice on Christmas that when you're giving gifts to people, even if they don't think they deserve it, uh, they take the gift, right? They take the gift no matter what. Like even if deep down inside you're thinking, man, I don't, I don't really, I've not earned this or um, whatever the case may be, just the blessing of receiving the gift. And, and, and honestly, I think sometimes when we know we don't deserve it, that makes the gift even, even that much more meaningful. You guys agree with that? Yeah, it's like, man, uh, maybe somebody's gone out of their way and you've not been all that great and they bless you with a gift anyway. Well, there's just a, a deeper meaning to that. And, and then when we think about the giving of the son that the father gave Jesus uh, in a way where we were so, so totally undeserving, it does provoke that, you know, like, who am I? Uh, father, who am I that you would even love me so much that you would give the son for me? I want to encourage you today, um, all of that might make sense to you, but I know that there are times where I run into people who, they don't receive the gift of Christmas, the gift of the giving of the Son, because they just really, they get so stuck on their unworthiness, right? I mean, you can, I talk to people who, are, who, who will say, you know what, I don't, I can't receive Jesus. You know, I'm just so unworthy, and there's so much in my life that I've done against God, but remember, the gift of the Son uh, was, was given by the Father with the knowledge that none of us are worthy. Uh, the blessing is just receiving him. And so Titus 3.5 says this, he saved us not because of our works of righteousness, which we've done, but because of his great mercy. Uh, gifts for sure are not deserved. The second thing, the second point I want to make today is this, gifts are given because of kindness, friendship, but mostly love, right? I mean... 
when we give our gifts. It's um, maybe it's uh, uh, with our colleagues in the workplace or with the friends that we have or maybe our family members. Um, but it is kindness and it is friendship and it's mostly love unless it's a practical joke, um, which does remind me we had a great practical joke for Tony Perez, right? I mean, Tony turned, Tony Perez, who's been with, with us on staff for over, I mean, I think it's been 20 years, right? So, yeah. Tony is a great guy. He just turned 50 years old. And when I turned 50, Tony gave me a bunch of, <laughs> he was really difficult. Let me just say it like that. And so you guys, what did we do for, for Tony as a little surprise for him? Yeah, um, you guys hooked him up with a mullet, a we, mullet wig. We got him a mullet Some wig. Some hammer pants uh, and a pink t-shirt. I don't even remember what it said. It said, 50 is the new 30. <laughs> 50 is the new 30, and that's right. And someone took a picture of him and then just flooded the campus with the pictures all over in people's cars and doors and offices, and it was a little disturbing. In bathroom, <laughs> restrooms. <laughs> because, because Perez got a, a mullet, uh, wig, he got the, the pink shirt, and then we also got him MC Hammer Pants, because back in the day when he was young, which was a really long time ago, <laughs> MC pa Hammer Pants were in. You know, I think that gifts oftentimes reveal um, the heart of the giver, like you really do think things through. For, for you guys, uh, for sure, I'm thinking, hey, you know, Jeremy and Tristan just bought a house, and so they probably could, you know, use some gift cards to a place where... They can, you know, buy things for their home. And Sam loves clothes. Obviously, he's a dude of style. And so, so the H&M. And, and then Pastor Tony and Nikki love Disneyland. And, and that definitely is going to become Ella's favorite place as well. Um, but I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, I think that it does demonstrate care, right? You really think gifts through. Um, what was the most meaningful gift that you guys have ever received? I know for me, there was one time we were pregnant with our first son. My wife and I were pregnant with um, Abel. And Jeremy and Tristan actually came over and they bought uh, onesies that said, you know, something about the best aunt, the best uncle. And they bought us each a pair of vans that were the same color, these like blue and red and green vans. So Ella and me and Abel all got to wear the same shoes. and. I remember just that day just gushing with like, I've never felt so like cared for, like what an intentional gift, so. That's really cool, know. that's really cool. Well, I would say, it's really funny, but I was, I think 13 years old, and I had like chronic snuffles, sniffles, I should say, and my mom was so sweet because on Christmas morning, she would do, like, she would always buy us presents that pertain to us as, like, you know, each child is just something really unique. And um, she bought me a really pretty, like, tissue box cover. Mm. And I still have that to this day. And I know that sounds silly, but I look back and I, I, every time I look at it, I think my mom knew me and she just wanted to, like, get me something where it was just sweet and, you know, it was just kind. It was super thoughtful. And I seriously, that was the first present that came to my mind when you oh, asked that's that cool. question. No, that's really cool. My wife gives really, really amazing gifts. And every year she really thinks through what the year has been like and what is coming 
you know, in the, in the future and just all of these different things. And she's really, really good at like being very intentional and finding something um, really great for me. One year, she, um, it, we, if uh, some of you guys know our, our story of having uh, um, trouble having children and, and, uh, um, and just being like praying that through and praying what God was going to do and how he was going to bring our miracle. And it was years before Ella was even born. It was years before we could even figure out how it was all going to happen. And my wife got um, baby Converse and wrote this amazing note that was just this... Um, it was like a present of faith that was given to me that was like, you know, one day you're going to be a dad. One day you're going to, um, you know, we're going to be able to be parents together. And it was just this, like, it stood on my, on my dresser for years of just praying through, like, one day I'm going to get to see my child in these little converse. And, and we have pictures with her years later of just God's miracle and God bringing this amazing gift to us. Um, which was the best gift that we ever received was our daughter, but it was like this prayer of faith through a gift that was probably the most meaningful thing I've ever ever received. Oh, that's awesome. Those are really, really deep, meaningful um, expressions of love. And um, mine may not sound as deep uh, as your guys's, but it for sure was deep for me at the moment. You guys know the year that the iPod came out? Do you know what year that was? Come on now. 2005? It was like... 2000, 1999, 2000, something like that? It was, it was, what? 2007? 2001, 2001, and so, I know, right? You guys were like uh, five years old, you know? Tony was, <laughs> Tony was, well, you're like 10 or something like that, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm not going to tell you how old uh, I was, but. He was um, 45. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, geez. So we were church planting and we had like, we had no money. And it, I mean, we were totally grateful and happy and God was blessing us for sure. My wife, she bought me um, my first iPod. I mean, it just had come out. And so like they were brand new on the market, um, but she put so much effort and care over the course of time, saving money and selling things so that she had, you know, the money to purchase the iPod. And she started my Apple addiction 21 <laughs> years ago. So that, that gift is still lasting today, as most everyone knows. But, you know, when the father gave the son what he was saying to us, like he, he carefully thought through every single need that we, that we um, have. And he, he says... Through the incarnation, I love you. And the, the amazing thing about the incarnation is this, that God knows your needs before you ever knew them. And so, you know, scripture says that while we were yet in our sins, Christ died for the ungodly. And I, I think about that oftentimes how, you know, I spent so many of my years, uh, the years of my life resisting God and um, just not wanting God and not even realizing how deeply I needed to be forgiven of my sins and how far I was from the Lord. And yet in all of those years, he had a purpose and he had a plan and he had an intention and, and I didn't even realize that he had loved me before I had ever received him. And so, you know, that's the heart of the Father for you. I want to encourage you today uh, that he gave the Son in love uh, knowing exactly what it is that you need. I also think that the third point today is this. Wrapping is part of the fun when it comes to gifts. You know, wrapping, I'm not saying the actual wrapping because there was a point in time I used to enjoy wrapping gifts. I mean, I remember, um, you know, I have three sisters and a brother and 
I would rap creatively so that they could never guess what was, on, uh, what was inside the box. Um, but I frankly hate wrapping gifts now. To me, it's, I just can't stand it. Does anyone here like wrapping gifts? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> there is a divide. There's a divide right here. You know who the gift wrapper in our family is? Rachel. Can you guess? Levi. I was going to say Levi, too. It's Hannah. Oh. Hannah's like a Hannah's machine, a straight machine. And it's, it's all perfect, right? I mean, the way she, that she wraps it is beautiful. Um, but I'm not talking about the wrapping part. I'm talking about the unwrapping part, right? And that was interesting kind of just to watch you guys unwrap these gifts. Uh, which of you are like you just tear the wrapping paper off and, you know, you just, you just want to get to the gift? Who's that? Me. All right, who's methodical and careful and, wow, is it you guys? Okay, all right, I'm with, I'm with Sam on this one. She reuses everything. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, that was she my, <laughs> that was I my, do. really? Yes. Do you yes. re, reuse wrapping paper? Okay, like, if I can salvage it, yes, but like definitely wow. the bag, definitely the tissue paper. Okay, what about bows? Definitely the bows. Do you refold wrapping paper? If it's salvageable, yes. That's amazing. That's like a whole different level. That's, that's I crazy. feel like cards and wrapping paper are like some of the most thoughtful things because it takes me so long to wrap a box in wrapping paper, so I don't want to just rip up their, their work in, yeah. in seconds. Mm, I want you're to really like, thoughtful. I want to open it up and see how did they even wrap this because I'm trying to learn every year how to wrap because I don't know how to wrap. And, uh, and then, too, it's just I want, to be, I want to be nice and courteous and take time unwrapping it because they took time wrapping it. Jeez, Tony's the deep one today. I like, you know what? I feel so shallow right now because none of that crosses my mind. I mean, at all. I'm like, you know, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, so I think, you know, how, and I know that you might be thinking, hey, how does point number three relate to uh, the giving of the son? And I think, I think, man, what, what an opportunity Joseph and Mary had to wrap the gift of God, right? In swaddling cloths, the Bible says, and, and how, how careful they must have been and, and um, how much care went into caring for Jesus as a baby, a newborn baby. And, and then Rachel and I were talking about this and, and we're not gonna, um, we're not gonna like delve deeply into this, although I would encourage you to think about this today, like looking into the face of God for the very first time. You know, seeing the face of God, like how, how moving would that have been? But I do think, and this is definitely a, a little stretch, you know, as far as like interpretation of scripture, I think the father wrapped the son in the praises of angels. You know, I think that, that that's, that's how the son came. He came wrapped in the praises of angels. And what I want to encourage you to do today is to receive the gift of God with praise. Um, I, I think, you know, oftentimes we can be so focused uh, and, you know, I enjoy the, the giving of gifts and for sure time with family and breakfast and tradition and all of that stuff. But take a minute, just pause and sing a song of praise to God. We're going we're gonna to actually lead you in that in just a minute. Before we do, I just was going to ask you guys, what's your favorite worship song from this year? Anybody? Worship song or Wor Christmas song? Worship song. Oh, so many. I would probably say my favorite one right now this year has been Gratitude, has mm -hmm. been, uh, which if, for those who don't know the, the title of it is um, the bridge says, come on my soul, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song, 
because you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Lift it, uh, get up and praise the Lord. Mm. And, uh, and then the whole chorus is just, uh, so I throw up my hands and praise you again and again. It's just a, a song of worship and thankfulness and gratitude um, towards the Lord. And, and uh, um, just, just considering this year and just so much to be thankful for and so much to, to worship the Lord. Um, you know, uh, so many reasons to worship God. And he's just been so faithful and so good. And uh, that's probably my favorite one so far. It's awesome. And no one does that song like Monto does. Oh, yeah. It's true. But you I, guys... would probably, I would probably say Move Your Heart. It's, it came out a couple years ago, but that song is just always going to be one of my favorites because the whole song is just talking about moving the heart of, of God um, with our worship and with our praise. And, you know, the bridge goes, is it a fragrance? Is it, you know, is it a song? What can I bring you? You know, I just want to move your heart, God. And um, with my love, you know, with my adoration. And so it's always, it's just a standout for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I would say for me, there's a song called Keep My Heart Tender um, that is just about being like Mary, you know, breaking open the alabaster jar and anointing Jesus with your worship and your love. And that has definitely capped this whole year for me. It always comes back to that in the hard moments and the good ones, just coming back to the feet of Jesus and anointing. That's great. You know, I want to encourage you today to take some time and just uh, sing a song of praise to the Lord and, and wrap the sun in your worship. The fourth point and final one that I want to mention to you today is this. Gifts are meant to be received and they bring joy. Gifts are meant to be received and they bring joy. Um, I've never had a Christmas where someone has re rejected a gift, you know, or resisted a gift or uh, maybe left a gift unopened underneath the tree. You know, normally I think the way it works for us for sure is all of the gifts have a name on it. And so, you know, you're finding your name. And when you find your name, you know that that gift is for, for you and it's meant for you. It's meant to be received. And the Father is meant for you to receive the Son, not to just admire the Son, uh, not for the Son to be uh, an unopened or unreceived gift, but when the Father delivered the Son, um, He literally had you in mind. I think it's fair to say today that Jesus is the gift with your name on it, and um, I want you to just to really think about that today, and probably a scripture verse that you know, even if you don't know a lot of scripture verses, uh, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Uh, and today, just, just insert the word me, you know, for God so loved me. And let that sink in, you know, and maybe repeat that a couple of times. Now, I'll just tell you right now, I don't know about you guys, but um, there is something about meditating on God's word and just giving it time and space to sink into your heart. And sometimes that means saying it over and over again and and I think that, you know, saying that, you know, a number of times, for God so loved me, and just letting that penetrate the heart. And, um, you know, Christmas obviously isn't all about receiving gifts, but uh, receiving gifts does bring joy. And I, I just want to tell you, I can promise you this, that if you receive the Son, you will receive joy in your heart. And, you know, I think we're, we're talking today about our experiences and our families, and, and the truth is for some people, Christmas is not an easy time. And um, it might be hard for you to locate joy during uh, the Christmas season, but you can find it in the sun. 
you can find real joy in the person of Christ. And if you receive Jesus this Christmas, not only will you know joy, but this is the crazy thing. You can bring joy to the heart of the Father. You know, when you give a gift and someone receives it and they receive it with joy, like as the giver, your heart is overwhelmed, especially to see how much it might mean to, mean to the person that you're giving it to. And think about this. God, the almighty creator of heaven and earth, Yahweh, when you receive the Son, it fills the heart of the Father with joy. And maybe you've never taken that step of faith and, and received Christ. Today you can do that. Right now, I want to lead you just in a very, very simple prayer. And, you know, it's as simple as uh, when you have your Christmas morning and you're receiving a gift. Um, it's literally that simple. It's you saying yes to Jesus choosing to follow him, acknowledging to God your own personal unworthiness, and we're all unworthy. We've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory, but turning away from the uh, lifestyle of sin and turning away from that heart of resistance against God and just, and just like raising the white flag and surrender, right? And saying, God, I'm not, I'm not fighting against you anymore. I'm not going to resist you anymore. I'm going to choose to receive you. And so I want to encourage you right where you're at today, wherever you're watching or listening, just bow your heads and close your eyes, unless, of course, you're driving. Don't do that, but you can still follow me in prayer today. Pray with me. Father, thank you for the gift of Christ. Thank you for the faithful demonstration of love and grace that you've given to me. Today, I confess that I am not worthy and I have sinned against you, but I'm turning away from that sin. I'm, I'm not fighting against you anymore. Today I choose to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for the greatest gift. Fill my heart with your joy and help me to walk with you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Hey, if you have followed me in that prayer today, I want to welcome you to the family of God and uh, the greatest gift that you could ever receive and one that will change your life in this life and then also in the life to come. Uh, there's going to be some information on the screen for you to, um, to follow. We would love to hear what God is doing in your life and this great step of faith that you've taken. We want to make sure you have a Bible uh, we want the opportunity to connect with you and to pray for you. And we would love for you to plug into our church or maybe, you know, you don't live in Las Vegas. Uh, we would love to help guide you to a good, solid church in your area. So please make sure you connect with us. We're going to have a short time of worship now. And so just encourage you guys to um, worship the Lord.
No 
awesome from our family to yours. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. God bless you. <laughs>